Last night, you may have seen the press conference that came in around dinner time out of San Bernardino and the police chief and the FBI, they were sharing and I got an alert on my phone. Maybe you have those alerts on your phone so you can find out when things are happening live. And so I was able to turn on the TV and watch this press conference. And my eight-year-old was in the room. He was on the couch reading at the time, and I was staring at the TV and listening so intensely. And then I looked over at him, and I realized my eight-year-old and my seven-year-old, they are growing up in a world where mass shootings are just a part of the news, Like this is not, like it's not out of the norm anymore to have a mass shooting. I mean, that is really weird. That is really sad. And you can't help but wonder what's to come. What will it be like when they're my age? What will it be like for their children? Will we wear body armor wherever we go? Because that will be the norm in 20 years, 10 years, five years, next year, because we don't know when it's going to happen again. And why is it happening? There is no logical explanation other than spiritual darkness. I can't can't get anyone to have a conversation with me that makes any sense to me other than it's a spiritual issue. Why do people decide that this would be an answer to anything, to any problem. How could the this be the solution to any problem that anyone might be have, having? There's no logic. There's no, and then I'll feel satisfied. There's no thinking past the action. It becomes, I guess, like an obsessive dark thought, and then they act it out. And then the plan is, it's death or incarceration. The, the only thing that makes sense to me is mental illness or spiritual darkness. I can't think of any other reason. Mental illness or spiritual darkness. I'm talking demons. I, I, I'm talking demon possession. I, I'm talking oppressive darkness in a spiritual realm that would say to you, that this is okay. This is what you should do. This is what you should do over and over again. You should do this. And then as a couple, two people agreeing on it. So how do you translate that? Mental illness across the board or spiritual oppressive darkness, demonic possession? There's no other explanation for me. I mean, you can... You can take away guns and you can hide guns and you can do all the things that people want to do with guns, but that won't stop mental illness or demonic darkness. That will make it more creative for people who make the decision to cause harm in a large scale way. They'll have to get more creative, but it won't stop it. As a matter of fact, not having guns to protect yourself will probably open up the door for more creativity. This is not a, a, a show about pro or, or anti-gun. I'm talking about the other thing behind it. It's not a gun question. It is a what is going on in our society question. It is, it's a zeitgeist that's not going to be stopped. I'll tell you that. That's, that's what I think. It is underway. And so what do I say for myself and my children and my family? What do we say in my family? 
Do we rant and rave against liberals or Democrats? Do we rant and rave against Republicans and conservatives? Do we rant and rave against... (sighs) It's a spiritual battle. We are in a spiritual battle. We are in a spiritual battle. Christians, everything you've been taught and everything you've been told and everything that you've been fed in those church services you've been going to for years and years... And everything you've read in those Bibles you have around the house and every Bible study you've been to and every seminar you've attended and every book that you've bought and shared, all that stuff is real. Ephesians chapter 6 is real. The power of God is real. The power of God is needed right now. We need some Christians somewhere to rise up and just pray every day. We need people who are praying every day. We need a group of Christians who don't say, well, I'm just going to hide in a bunker. I'm going to, I'm going to retreat and blame. Is there anyone who will stand up and go, I am going to pray the power of God down. I'm going to pray the glory of God over myself and my children and my nation and my town and my mayor and my president and my best friend and her family. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to do what the word of God says. I'm going to stand in faith for God's hand of protection. Yes, but strength to face the days to come because I, I, I don't think it's going to stop. I don't think politics, I don't think it's the answer. I think it's a wonderful gift and it's a wonderful service. And I thank God for politics and politicians and servants and leaders. But this is a spiritual problem. And I don't know who's going to stand up and I don't know when it's going to happen, but who's going to take everything they know about God and it's going to stop being just in your head. And it's going to be something that you live and breathe and walk out passionately every day, praying God, give my children strength to face the days to come. Give my sons, give our daughters, give our families everything they need to face this day. Thank you, God of the universe for creating us and that you chose us to be alive in 2015. And and this is our time. And this is our time to live boldly as Christians who pray and believe that our God is enough, that when the days get darker and darker and darker, like a light, like a city on a hill, you will stand with your family and you won't be mean or rude or unkind, but you'll be strong and powerful and true and loving and honest and just by the power of the Holy Spirit. You will pray, you will pray, and you will believe. If I'm right, and these mass shootings are not just a a gun problem, but we're talking about a spiritual problem or a mental illness problem or some kind of combination where people believe in their heart the voice that they hear that says, kill, murder, destroy, then you'll be happy, then you'll be satisfied, then you'll be famous, then you'll be known, then you'll be justified. Then they'll understand you were right and you deserved better. Those voices in their heads and they listen to that and they do these heinous crimes. What are we going to do in response to that continuing to happen? I woke up this morning and the first thought that I had was the first verse of Psalm 27. And so I'm going to read that to you. 
And I'm going to pray it as a prayer over San Bernardino and for all of us for the days to come. And then I'm just going to go ahead and read the entire chapter. So it can be like a prayer for you and for me and for San Bernardino and for the people there and for all of us, like a prayer. Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, and this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all my days, all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling, and he will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. And then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. My heart says of you, seek his face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's Psalm 27, 13. I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. For you and for me and everyone who's hurting today because of the shootings And for all of us, for the days to come, be strong and take heart. I don't know how I know this, but I know it. For the days to come, we need the strength of the Lord. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God that it talks about in Ephesians 6 and in humility and kindness and strength. Just like our Savior, we are strong in him. And we are clothed in that strength for the days to come. It is time for us to learn what it truly means to be children of God, to be strong in him, to walk in love and to not shrink back, but to stand strong and in the spiritual realm to pray and to know how to pray and to pray with authority and strength For in the days to come, it is the strength of the Lord that will sustain us. God, give us what we need for this day. Give us the strength that we need today to face everything that we will face in your strength, your power, your glory, your love. And Father, for those 
who are so desperately hurting in San Bernardino. In shock and trauma, Father, you are close to the brokenhearted, and we lift them up to you and say, God, merciful Father, pour out your strength, pour out your mercy on them. Holy Spirit, move amongst those people and draw them to Jesus so that the healing can begin in their hearts. And what the enemy has meant for evil, God, we pray you turn for good and that great and mighty and awesome and amazing and beautiful things will happen because of you and that your glory would be poured out on San Bernardino and on that valley and on the people there, God. And we will live for you, God. And we will live for you and not ourselves. And we will always be careful to give you and only you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.